It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Club Show. Again, if you uh, aren't all caught up, you can just head over to the uh, website, jlnkshow.com. You can catch up on all the episodes of uh, Here's Your Freaking Podcast. Plus, we've got all of our video links in there, all of our social media links, everything. You want to stay up to date on all things JLNK, that's the place to do it. Again, jlnkshow.com. Coming up with the big podcast today, we'll talk about, uh, well, another one of those studies where, duh, we could have told you that, and we're dummies. We've got somebody else who's fucking a toy airplane. Did you know, in Texas, what do you say? There's only two things from Texas. Cowboys fans and barbecue masters. Did you know there's a limit to how many dildos you can own in Texas? Are you kidding? We'll also check in with some strippers and see how the economy is doing. We'll hear about weird sexual requests, and we've got the worst person on the planet. But before we, uh, let's start right here. I need you to do me a favor, right? Hold your hand out, would you? Hold it out. Now squeeze it up into a ball. Now punch yourself in the fucking head. Right in the fucking head. (laughs) I'm going to take a pass. I can imagine what that would be like. Okay. And, and, and you're going to do it again here in just a second, because you'll find out that, boy, the money is certainly out there. You're just too goddamn dumb to go get it. Oh, so that, again, that, ball that, your hand yeah. up, ball your hand up, yep. now punch yourself in the fucking head. <laughs> Remember that girl that was selling her farts in the jars, but then she was farting so much she had to go to the hospital, and they said, you shall not fart anymore because it's bad for you. Yeah. She was on 90 Day Fiance or something. Yeah, she was making she was making like what a hundred grand a month or something. It was insane money. Well, in January she was rushed to the hospital because she was having symptoms of a heart attack that was caused by forcing out excess gas into a fart jar. Her fart jars that she was selling for like I don't know a thousand dollars. I don't remember how much she was selling her farts for. Hey, if they said you couldn't make yourself fart anymore, then now that her farts become less frequent and more valuable. Right. After claiming doctors told her to give up her fiber-high diet of beans, <laughs> eggs, and banana protein shakes. And what would you do if you walked in and you saw a woman just horking out a big plate of beans? And then sitting on top of a mason jar? <laughs> it's not even the farting in the jar that would cause me pause initially. It'd be like... A fiber-heavy diet. Oh, yeah. yeah, beans and eggs. Well, Love she was it. she was pulling down $5,000 a week selling her fart jars, but then, of course, she got taken out of the fart jar business. So what's a fart jar girl to do? Well, now she's selling her boob sweat. Uh, yes? How sweaty are the titties, and it, how much sweat do you get? It's her boob sweat. She's become known, obviously, for the farts, and now she... Says she spends up to four hours a day in the sunshine, um, basically laying around the pool so that she gets a good sweat going. And then she obviously gathers the boob sweat and sells it to weirdos. And she says that the boob sweat job has now um, taken over that void that was left behind because of the fart jar business going, what is, you know, what is, foul. What does boob sweat cost me? Uh, hang on. I had it in front of me. Uh, I think the price varies. It just depends on how much fish. Does she have big titties? Uh, she has very, uh, she's very, they're very nice boobs. Oh, ample naturals. Uh, it's not just boob sweat <clears throat> that you can hand your heart over cash, your hard earned cash for. She's also, uh, her name is Steph, and she's selling, uh, her panties. 
Her bras and her socks, ranging from $99 uh, to $149. Oh, yeah, she's also selling a fart-scented candle. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, selling boob sweat, by the way. She says, it ain't easy work, but no one said it would be. Yes, I remember my parents sitting me down as a child and telling me the exact same thing. What does her mailman think? She's like, I got some outgoing, Steve. He's like, fuck! It's always going to be dirty laundry, fart jars, boob sweat things, fart candles. I hate picking up this lady's mail. Uh, here's another one of those studies that somebody conducted. And again, anybody could have told you this. I don't know why these people keep getting paid to do this. Did you know if you share household tasks, you'll be a happier couple? <gasps> no fooling. You chip in around the house, guess what it means? You guys are going to be happier. They say couples who uh, perform specific chores and don't share any of them with their partners weren't as happy in their relationships as those who were obviously sharing chores. So if you'd like a happier life... Although, uh, if you think about it, if you're not partaking in the chores, you're going to be very, very happy. But you're also going to be very, very well-rested. Yeah. Which is going to make the other person very, very unhappy. Well, but it sounds like one of you is having a great time in yeah. that situation. As yeah. long as it's you, what's the problem? Yeah. you got to balance that out. Because remember, if one of you is happy, well, if both of you is happy, mmm. Mmm. Well, there might be some sex around here for me. <laughs> what's a fella to do? What's a fella to do? Probably load the dishwasher. I mean, it makes sense. So we had that woman a couple of weeks ago that was in love with a toy plane. Like, you know, in love with a toy plane. Yeah, like she fucked it in the whole nine yards. We thought, wow, that's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. That's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity is to find somebody who's in love with a plane. Nope. In her defense, it was a pretty big plane. Remember we saw a picture of her? We're like, whoa, that's that's some toy plane. I don't know what she does with it, but it doesn't look comfortable. Now another woman is opening up, no pun intended, about her unusual relationship with a plane. Uh, she she did she did give the plane a great name, so we got to give her some props on this. Her name is Sarah. She's 23 years old. She is sexually attracted to inanimate objects, and now she says she's head over heels in love with this plane. It's a big it's a big plane too. It's the it's the same size as that other woman's. It's you know basically the same height as this woman. She she refers to the plane as her boyfriend. She says, "Oh, she's German. Of course, she's into weird stuff. She's from Germany." She's dated humans in the past, but says it's her plain dicky. Okay. That gives her the most happiness. Uh, she says, I've been attracted to objects since I was it, a teenager. Is it like mental illness, or what leads somebody to this point? Well. And where do you find a big-ass plane like this? Because these are pretty impressive planes. I mean, at, at, the, at the ass plane store. Okay. They have them there. Uh, she said before the plane... Uh, she was in love with an express train. She says, I've had two long-term relationships with men, but I wasn't sure what my sexuality was. I didn't realize that I I can't feel these romantic things for people. Now I know what my sexuality is, and I stand by it. I noticed that I wasn't attracted to people when I didn't want to cuddle or become intimate with them, unlike my objects. Hey, imagine the self-esteem knock it is. Like, Dan, so uh, your girl left you. For a toy. For, for a toy plane. An airplane named she, Dickie. Hey, she says, I crave cuddles and being intimate. 
It's the best sex I've ever had. No. Well, that's insulting to those two dudes. <laughs> she said, my plate is called Dicky, and he takes up almost my entire bed. I love everything about him, his wings, his, his engine. He's so sexy to me. She has a selection of model airplanes based on the Boeing 737 that she sleeps with. Oh, yeah, she does have multiple. They're all the same plane, but she has multiple sizes of plane. <laughs> That'll tell you everything you need to know, right? Yeah. Um, there's regular weeknight plane. Then there's a few drinks after a few drinks on the weekend plane. Right. Uh, there's the plane you take out of town. She's even got two tattoos of planes on her arms. She hopes to one day marry one of her planes. It was love at first sight, she says, for the big one. I fell in love immediately. I just wanted to be with him all the time. He makes me the happiest person. Uh, weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah. Well, since we're talking of, uh, you know, things you can put in you, um, it says in Texas, there's no limit to the number of guns a person can own, but there is a number of dildos that a citizen in Texas can own. Is it like five? Uh, according to the Texas <laughs> Penal Code, section 43.23, that deals with obscenity. It is there. Under provision F, it's stated that anyone who owns six or more obscene devices... <laughs> hey, I was close! ...or identical, similar obscene articles is presumed to possess them with the intent to promote the same. That means dildos are artificial vaginas. Oh, so you can only have six or fewer pocket pussies as well. What do you always say? Keep the government out of my bedroom. They say Texas isn't alone when it comes to outlawing, uh, outlawing extensive sex toys. Mississippi, Virginia, and Alabama all have similar laws on the books. That means there was. That means in all those states there was an instance where somebody somebody had too many and it yeah. became a thing. It means if you're gonna go, you know, if you're out today fetching yourself a, a dong, you better make sure that it's the right dong because you only get to keep six of them. The rest of them you have to catch and release. On the other hand, though, like, and I don't know enough about dildo ownership, but how many how many do you typically have in your stable? Is it like a couple? You're like, this one does this I thing I like? This I one don't know. Does. Is it like the airplane girl? I mean, I think three would be enough dildos to get me through a month, right? To get me through, like, my day-to-day, -day, any situation. No, I think, I think they last a lot longer than that. You pick the ones that you got your, you know, well, you got I, your starting rotation, and then you well, got the backup dudes. Yeah, but I mean, but I meant like through a typical sexual month. Like, I, I wouldn't need more than three to satisfy me. You know, you've got the one that you take on a travel. Maybe it's like a cheapie that uh, when you don't have a whole lot of time, then there's probably a decent sized one that's kind of your favorite, like your big, your go to. Then there's the one that if you're getting really crazy, you got the one that you bring out to impress your friends. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's that's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, maybe like one's waterproof and one of them, uh, you know, it, it squiggles the way you like, but I couldn't imagine needing four or more. Same thing with pocket pussies. Okay, this is interesting because Plus, the more you have, the more likelihood someone's going to find one. This is interesting because these are requests that people that that have been made of people, and maybe these are fetishes and things that you and I don't know nothing about. But they ask, what's some of the weird sexual requests that you've gotten? You know, you're in bed with somebody, you're having a good time, and then they just blurt out something, and you either go with it or you don't. This isn't something that's premeditated most of the time. Somebody just blurts it out in the heat of the moment. So they ask, what are some of the weird sexual things that, you know, somebody said to you. I couldn't even imagine. 
these are pretty far out there, man. And I don't know, maybe one of these things will end up being your thing. Like, take a dump on my chest and punch me in the face. One guy says she wanted me to pretend that I was having an exorcism. What does that mean? She's just shaking her head around and then throwing up pea soup? You're like... I was talking to a guy, and we hadn't reached the hookup stage yet, but he wanted to gape me, Oh, make a strawberry milkshake, and drink it with a straw. Is that when they spread the butthole wide open with both hands? Uh, That I don't know. Um, you and I are disgusted. We're not even entirely sure what it is. Gaping. I, I, I know that those ha- are always the porno links you never click it, on. It has something to do with one of two places. I know that, and I assume that you know a gaping hole, right? Right. This is a tame one, but one of my exes was really into dirty talk in bed. I mean, needing constant and descriptive dirty talking. He couldn't come without it. It was fun at times. This is great. But definitely played a part of why I eventually broke up with him because sex then became a chore. I didn't mind dirty talk here and there, but goddamn, having sex is tiring enough. I can't improvise an audiobook every time. That's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Gaping means spreading a hole wide open. Oh, man. I had only been talking to a guy for a couple of months, but one time while we were on the phone, he said he wanted to take a hit from his vape, blow it in me. <laughs> nice work, Chad. And watch me queef it out. <laughs> Again, I hope this isn't doing anything for anyone. <laughs> I want to blow the biggest cloud of you, girl. This is pretty tame compared to what everybody else. I disagree. They say it's pretty tame. This isn't pretty tame. I dated a girl who refused to have sex with me unless I had sex with her mom first so her mom could tell if I was worthy of her time. I was dumbstruck, so I asked why. They both agreed this interview uh, phase. Uh, They both agreed to this interview phase, and she said she thought everyone's parents did that for them. Weird. I mean, at that point, if you're a single fella, you got to give it a go, right? Probably. Yeah. A muscular fella I was dating wanted me to carry him on my shoulders because it made him horny to feel women struggling under his weight. Mm, That's a fucking weird one, too. A friend of mine was seeing a guy who had an egg fetish, like chicken eggs. He loved them and wanted her to lay eggs on him. Hey, this this didn't scare her away. And at first, she was like kind of excited and went to boil the eggs. He lost his shit because the far that it ruined the experience because fresh eggs only. How do you even work around something like that? I was hooking up with a woman that would pound her fists on my chest while she was on top, hard enough to leave bruises. And I told her I didn't like it. She said she couldn't control it and barely realized that she was doing it. That sounded like bullshit because it just seemed like she was letting out her pent-up frustration. <laughs> it wasn't hot, so I ghosted her. That, if you're screaming, she's hitting your chest like, ah, please stop and it. Like Tarzan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a girl I was dating, uh, a girl I was dating said she was hooking up with, oh, Oh, a boy, a guy, uh, an old boyfriend refused to have sex with her unless she took an ice bath. Oh, that's like a dead person thing, isn't so it? So that she could feel like a dead body. <sighs> Weird. Oh. 
this all seems like stuff you don't spring on somebody and until you're well down the relationship path. Like, you've got to really trust somebody and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm a fucking weirdo. Can you indulge me a couple of times? My friend's boyfriend was into vomit, but wanted her to throw up on him. I think it got too much for her. You yeah, think? Yeah, probably. Um, Plus, have you ever puked and been like, yeah, I can fuck? <laughs> you're, you're just sitting there, not even in the mood, just trembling and feeling gross. Uh-oh. See, here's how, here's how these things like this get started. We were showering together pretty often. When he started peeing on me as a joke, I stopped agreeing to shower with him. Then he accidentally le- he accidentally wet the bed while spooning with me. Uh. He immediately got a boner. Uh. <laughs> My dude, you're, you outed yourself. Not down for non-consensual kink play. Just ask if a no is a deal breaker, then let's not be together anymore. And also, don't piss on me without my permission. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's something you definitely have to get clearance from Tower first. You can't be like, we'll just work our way into it. There you go. My ex, my, uh, my ex-boyfriend my ex sat me down, and he only wanted to have sex when I was on my period without a condom. Ugh. He said he liked it because it reminded him of rare steak. What? <laughs> My ex-girlfriend's habit of sucking other cocks was a little off-putting. <laughs> One of the weird yeah. sexual requests yeah. that, that people have gotten. She was very much into role play. Started out with some boss secretary scenarios. Um, with me wearing a, a suit and she was wearing a short skirt. I was 100% behind it. Then she asked me for my measurements for a costume and said... Uh, she had hers already. From the way she asked, I had to pry what the costume was. Before the big reveal, I have to point out that she was very much into World War II, had books on oh, the subject. fuck. Oh, no, it's as, the Nazi girl. As you guessed, oh, she was... Uh, yeah, she was, in fact, a Nazi. Yeah. Uh, he, she wanted him to play the Nazi. Oh. All right. On the other hand, if she's into that, you could probably pretty much get away with anything, right? My ex wanted me to wear a diaper and use it. He also wanted to be the one to change the diaper. Mm. My ex would jerk off and not clean it up. (laughs) He would just aim at the carpet. Uh, I don't know if that's a sexual request. That's just like, you're being a fucking dirt person. Jeez. Yeah, she says, <laughs> she says, okay, here it is. Uh, my boyfriend would jerk off and not clean it up. Like, he would aim it at the carpet, and since it was gray, you couldn't tell when it dried. When I found out, I freaked, and he tried to justify it by saying that he did that everywhere, basically on any fabric or carpet surface. Since I'd been sitting on a sofa... Bed for a, a while. Uh, you got to break out the black light and find out exactly where it's all at. I've already sat on the dried stuff, so it was a little too late to freak out. I guess all the Axe body spray covered it up or something. Anyway, I was single shortly thereafter, and the smell of Axe spray still makes me dry heave. That's hilarious and disgusting. So he just like does that and lets it dry wherever, even I on, guess. A, on his own shit. Yeah. I mean, not that you should do that on somebody else's stuff, but at least then you go leave. All right, I just want to check in with the stripper because, well, because of her online name. No fooling. A stripper on Twitter. 
uh, is tweeted something that the economist might want to look at. She says, according to the stripper, she says, the strip club is sadly a leading indicator, and I can promise y'all we are in a recession. Yeah, because what? Money starts to get tight. The first thing that dries up is probably, you know, $3 to throw at titties. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Um, if you would like to get more of her uh, insight into the money and the way that the world goes round, you can find her on Twitter. Reverse Cowgirl 69. I can't believe that wasn't already taken. Yeah. And? Okay. Not too bad. Hey. Not too bad. No, not too bad. Oh, if she's losing money, we're all losing money. Yeah, she doesn't work at one of those day shift strip clubs. No. No, this is... Ass like that, she should be printing money. Yeah, she only works at, like, you know, Friday nights at the big city. All right, this is gruesome. Here's her worst person on the planet. This is rough, man. This dude in Cambodia was convinced that his wife was seeing other men. You know, like the sexual request about, uh, you know, sucking all the other dicks out there. I just request that you don't do that. The man went into a full-on fit of rage when he suspected that his wife was seeing other dudes. So he cut off her head with a meat cleaver. He then put it in a sack, and then he rode to a nearby swamp and dumped it. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to do with the rest of the body, guy? Yeah. Police found out about the crime, and when the couple's neighbors say they found the woman's headless body in the house... The woman was found. The husband was found the next day and arrested. He then told police, "I didn't beat her before I killed her." Well, that was compassionate. Oh, and if you think about a meat cleaver, that's not a one-strike deal. No, there's some hacking involved. Yeah. I mean, let's just overlook the fact that he was riding around on his motorbike with his head with her head in a sack. Police say he was driven insane by jealousy. Uh, he's What's waiting. wrong with just getting a divorce, guy? Yeah, you know, you can always just leave and find yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Uh, he is awaiting sentencing right now. Oh, no! They have a one-year-old son. Mm. So there you go. There's your worst person, worst person on the planet. What do you use, like a bowling ball bag? What do you use? I like it's a regular weeks, duffel bag? Backpack? I guess like some weeks the worst person in the world could be like somebody who, you know, took a dump uh, in a public park and kids saw it. The next week it's like, this guy beheaded his wife. Uh, varying degrees, week by week. It goes up and down. I like it. All right. So thanks for checking out the podcast here today. Don't forget, every Tuesday you get a brand new episode. And again, you can get caught up on all of them and uh, stay up to date on uh, videos and anything else. All the social media stuff is available. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. In a couple weeks, uh, we'll have another live edition of Here's Your Freaking Podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Next week, I believe, will be regular, and then we'll have a live podcast. Very yes, excited. Supersized. Yeah, so that's right around the corner. All right, so we'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.